Hey there, I'm Matt Cotty. I'm a licensed clinical social worker and I specialize in helping people take their lives back from OCD and anxiety. Now, if you or someone you know is stuck in fear, worry, or doubt, then you know how much it can limit your life. So on this show, I'm going to share with you different tools, strategies, and principles to help you break free from the loop, which will ultimately give you the freedom to focus on and improve every other aspect of your life. Welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Show. All right. Hey there, and welcome to this episode where we're going to talk about the concept of pure OCD or purely obsessional OCD um, and what I think about it. And so um, for those of you that don't know me, my name is Matt Cotty. I'm a licensed clinical social worker and the creator of the AAA Response. Um, also, we are running our uh, Intrusive Thoughts Workshop, uh, which falls kind of under that category of PRO. So if you haven't registered for the workshop yet, please do so down in the link below. And if the workshop's already passed, we'll have the replay available for as well, um, you know, in that link. So PRO OCD. Um, let's go ahead and dive into it. Um, basically, there used to be this thought that there was this form of OCD called pure o ocd or purely obsessional ocd and the thought the the theory was that there was you know with ocd you have intrusive thoughts it causes anxiety the person engages in compulsions they get a temporary relief it reinforces the thoughts so they have more of those thoughts more anxiety more compulsions and more relief and this loop forms all right that's the ocd anxiety loop and what had happened was, is, you know, uh, people were, people understood this in the context of traditional, uh, maybe more common forms of OCD, call it like contamination. They understood the person's having this thought, uh, they're getting anxious, they're doing these behaviors, uh, like washing or avoiding, and that's how this loop is going. So they would intervene using traditional exposure response prevention and prevent those behaviors of washing and avoiding and checking and all that. And with pure OCD, the thought was that it was harder or not treatable because it was purely obsessional. The person was having just the intrusive thoughts. And what we've come to find is that it's just, it's just not true. It's wrong. The pure O doesn't exist. It's not a real thing. Okay. And in, anyone that says it does, I mean, transparently, um, you know, I'm just going to say it. They don't understand OCD, right? Um, you know, and because with every form of pure OCD, what's happening is the person is always engaging in some type of compulsion because that loop couldn't exist without compulsions or safety behaviors. And with pure OCD, the person is generally engaging in uh, mental behaviors. And this is, and I would argue most people with intrusive thoughts are engaging in probably 80 to 90% of their behaviors are mental, you know, and, and even most people with OCD, I would say at least half or more of the behaviors are mental, which is why, you know, I'm such a proponent and, and teacher of the AAA response, because I firmly believe in making sure that we address the mental behaviors first, because they're the majority of the behaviors the person engages in. So to give you an example of different mental behaviors, things like rumination, analyzing, thought blocking, thought replacement, thought suppression, uh, thought, you know, distraction techniques, right? Um, you know, mental praying, uh, you, you know, um, 
mental checking, mental reviewing. You know, so these types of behaviors are, are things that the person can do right in their head. So the person might have an intrusive thought, you know, what if, fill in the blank. And generally we'll fall into the categories like we've been talking about in our series on um, harm, sex, and religion, and faith. It could be also false memory. It could be a variety of things, right? Real event, OCD. And then what will happen is they will get anxious. And instead of the person doing an, an overt physical compulsion, like washing their hands or, um, you know, avoiding something and, and it's something that someone else can observe, they'll just do it right in their head. They'll just sit there and ruminate about it. Well, did I do that? I don't know. You know, and they'll go replay the event in their mind. Okay. No, don't think that. Don't think that. Right. You know, they'll try to stop the thought, try to bury it, replace it. They'll pray against it. They'll pray about it. You know, I mean, all this stuff that's going on in here are the safety behaviors, are the compulsions. I cannot tell you, you know, like how frustrating it was when I finally figured this out for myself where it was like, you know, you're, I was talking to someone and, and they're telling me about mental behaviors and I'm like, wait, like, yeah, I do all those. And I was like, wait, are you telling me those things are making me worse? Cause I thought they were making me better. You know, it seems like a logical thing. I'm just going to logic this out. I'm going to outthink this. Right. But you know, as you know, one of my favorite things, um, Mark Freeman said, you know, something that just stuck with me when I heard him say it was, uh, you know, um, it was another uh, mental health advocate. And, you know, it seems to, uh, although I've never, never met him personally, we seem to align on, on a lot of things in, in the way we see OCD and anxiety. Um, and I, and I like his, uh, I like what he puts out for people. Um, so, but what he said is you cannot think a thinking problem. You know, and and that's what the mental safety behaviors are. Is trying to outthink it. You know, ruminate, analyze, um, and and just go in your mind to try to fix it. Now, people with intrusive thoughts also do physical behaviors. I want to be clear about that. A lot of people, but well, I only do mental behaviors. They also avoid television shows that may trigger them. They may avoid songs that might trigger them. They might avoid people that trigger thoughts. Right. So anything the person's doing to avoid situations where the thoughts might get triggered. Um, you know, also, you know, also huge safety behaviors. They also will engage in certain coping and medicating behaviors, right? Smoking weed, drinking, um, you know, shopping, pornography, right? Yeah, like these are escapism behaviors. It's same, they're still safety behaviors, right? They, they will seek reassurance, but they'll usually be very good and very tricky and very subtle, right? And they might have an intrusive thought about uh, their child and all of a sudden go to their spouse and say something like, hey, you know, just wanted to confirm that you think I'm a good parent, you know, and wait for that person to say something because that those words will just hit that relief button in their nervous system. Uh, still a major compulsion. And so they have their own ways of going about things, but they'll do a lot of internal checking as well. How am I feeling right now? Are the thoughts there right now? Right. Reviewing. Did the thoughts happen today? Um, all this stuff is happening in the mind. And so someone who doesn't understand OCD um, or understands it on a very kind of um, just basic level may look at the person and say, hey, we're going to do exposure response prevention and, you know, uh, have them, let's say, watch a television show that triggers them. And then they say, OK, you're not allowed to get reassurance. But if the person's sitting and ruminating or analyzing or thought blocking, thought replacing, doing any of the stuff that I just talked about, they're not doing ERP. They're just exposing themselves and doing compulsions and making themselves worse. You know, because that loop's just going to keep spinning. This is why it's so important that, um, you know, if you wrestle with PRO, that you're 
doing the right stuff. And so, uh, you know, big thing I would recommend if you're if you're listening to this or watching this, and you are um, struggling with PRO, attend the workshop. You know, um, yeah, we have all the details right down below. Even if the workshops already passed, we'll have the replay available uh, for purchase as well, so you can still go through the whole thing. You know, also a good place might be to check out the book from Stuck to Unstuck, my book that I wrote, because um, we go, you know, chapter four is all about mental safety behaviors. That's the it's the whole thing, right? Because I think this is the one thing that most that really keeps people hung up is they engage in a bunch of mental safety behaviors without realizing they're doing something that are that's indirectly keeping the wheel going. So, um, so when it comes to pure O OCD, it doesn't exist. There's no such thing. I've never seen a case because it. it, it I need to, once I talk to someone for about ten minutes, we can start identifying a whole variety of compulsions or safety behaviors they're engaging in uh, that they just aren't aware are safety behaviors. And, you know, the the idea that it's not treatable or harder to just, it's nonsense. It's not true, right? It's the same exact process. And it's just um, a lot of people who don't understand mental behaviors and don't understand OCD, uh, they just don't know the person's doing it because, you know, I mean, Having had the experience of going through this process myself, I think I just understand it on a more intricate level because I've experienced it. Right, and that's why I generally encourage people to talk to people who have firsthand experience in breaking out of this loop because there's a difference in understanding like theory and understanding, you know, personal application of something. It's kind of like if you're getting marriage advice from someone who's never been married, uh, you know, it's it's tough because the person might be able to give you great theoretical advice, but then there's like the experiential um, knowledge that one gains from going through something personally that just uh, can really fill in the nuances. So um, with that said, that's, uh, you know, kind of what I want to say about Pure OCD. I hope it helps. Please check out the workshop. We'll also have a link to the book in the notes. And um, with that said, hope you guys have a great day and look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you found it helpful, please do me a quick favor and help us out by subscribing and leaving a nice review on iTunes and Spotify. I would really appreciate it. Also, if you're looking for a deeper level of support on your journey, we have several resources to get you started over at RestoredMinds.com. And we've even included some links right down in the notes of this show. Lastly, if you have any questions, you can email me at support at RestoredMinds.com. Thanks again for listening, and I hope to see you soon.